Monday, March 13th, 2023 at 6 p.m. This is the City of Zephyr Hills regular City Council meeting. At this time, I'd like to ask uh, our City Clerk, Ms. Hillman, to do roll call. Jody Wilkerson. Here. Lance Smith. Here. Jean, Mayor Jean Whitfield. Here. Charles Proctor. Here. Alan Knight. Here. Kenneth Burgess. Here. William Poe. Matthew Maggart. Here. And I'll let the record reflect that acting city manager Todd Vandenberg is present. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Maggard. Um, and Mr. Vandenberg for penetrating for uh, our city manager. Um, I'd like to invite to the podium, we're uh, glad to have with us today, Airport Executive Assistant Lucy Huber, who will lead us in the invocation. Please rise. Good evening. Would you bow your heads and pray with me? Kind Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that we can gather together in this place with the freedom to invoke your blessing upon this council and upon this city. Lord, you say that when we need wisdom, we can ask, and you will give it generously to us. So I pray, Lord, that you would give this council wisdom as they make the decisions that will affect uh, this city and the people that live and work and play here. We just thank you again for the freedom that we have to do this. We want to give you all the praise and the glory, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Join me for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. You may be seated. The first item on our agenda are consent, uh, uh, the consent items. These include meeting minutes and uh, routine contract renewals, etc. Um, at this time, I'd like to ask the member of the council, it's your pleasure, would you, uh, can we have a motion, please? Item of approval of this item, Madam President. Uh, second it. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Next item on the agenda is um, business items. It's a public hearing. At this time, I'm going to turn it over to uh, our city city attorney, Mr. Maggard. Thank you, uh, Madam President. The first business item is business item 2.1. Um, it is the first reading of resolution number 811-23, a resolution of the City Council of the City of Zephyr Hills, approving a conditional use for recreational vehicle storage facility in the light industrial LI zoning district on parcel 19-26-22-0010-500090, finding for conformity with the comprehensive plan and land development code and providing for an effective date. And like the Madam Thank President you, stated, this is a public hearing. Okay. At this time, I'm going to open the public hearing. Madam Clerk, is there anyone here to address this item? There's no one signed up to speak on this item. Okay. Being none, I'm going to close the public hearing. And we will uh, discuss the matter. Uh, Council's pleasure, gentlemen. Well, um, 
I just like to. Um, the last thing we seen on it was uh, the building, and uh, you know one of the things we talked about the first time through was the economic viability of the industrial corridor and stuff. And I know you, that was your concern last week too. And the and of course the property values are out there. So I think that with the with the new uh, thing that came back with uh, with the building, uh, I did request that you know it's similar in scope to the what we've already approved on the, the previous one. So that is ready for, uh, uh, you know, maybe possibly to be closed into a, a, you know, another building there, which we hope that they'll bring their business to Zephyr Hills. I think you did a good job of positioning it right in the middle like that, so it could be easily done that way. So I think this a uh, really good uh, um, plan. Just as we go forward, when the construction plans come, let's make sure that we have the building we're looking for. Um, with that, if there's no other discussion, I'll move for approval of resolution 811-23 on the first reading second thank you we have a motion and a second and just for the record I'm I opposed in the original um, because of my concerns about the property value but um, it 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 takes them it only takes a majority so at this time we have a motion and a second all those in favor please say aye aye, aye. opposed aye motion carries thank you Next up is um, the city manager's report. Uh, I'm going to cover that tonight, too, Madam President. I'm uh, sorry, Mr. Magger, could you speak up? Yeah, I apologize. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to address this issue um, for the city manager. Um, lost my place. I apologize. Uh, so this is a special event. Um, alcohol permit for music and motorcycles like we've done in the past. I don't know if Sarah A. Director wants to address council or if you have any questions, I guess, direct them to her, but it's, uh, you know, kind of status quo what we've been doing. Uh, would you like to approach? Name and address for the record, please. Thank you. Good evening. Gail Hamilton, uh, CRA Director, City of Zephyr Hills. So we're moving the music and motorcycles to uh, April in, in hopes that we don't get rain, rained out. That is correct. Okay. And Pepin was so excited about trying to get us to move it that they provided a $2,000 sponsorship if we would move it to April. So it's exactly the same. Um, we'll have Bobby Friss as the band this year. And um, it's the same just in April, not in September. And how important is the music and motorcycles to the Main Street um, fundraising effort? The fundraising or the money raised from music and motorcycles pays for all the events through the year and, and gives us a little extra money to do the murals. But it is the fundraiser, the one once a year fundraiser for Main Street. Yes, we do make money um, on some of the others events like Halloween. But we depend on music and uh, motorcycles to fund our events for the rest of the year. Gentlemen, uh, council's pleasure. Yes, sir. One more time, review for me where the wet area is, please. It is the entire area that you see. That's a wet zone. We have permitted from the state from 7th to 10th, uh, from 6th to 4th. It even goes out to Highway 301? No, we block off 301 just so that for traffic, it stops at 7th. Motion, gentlemen. 
motion that we pass item three. Second. I have a motion and a second. All those in favor, Thank please you. say aye. 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 Opposed? <clears throat> motion carries. Uh, next item is our comments, I guess. Oh, oh. oh, oh sorry. Oh, City Attorney. I, uh, yeah. Sorry, sir. I have one thing. <clears throat> I have business item 4.1 which is the first reading of ordinance number 1456-23, ordinance of the City Council of the City of Zephyr Hills, Florida, creating a new section to Chapter 93 of the City Zephyr Hills Code of Ordinances, Section 93.03, establishing requirements for the proper disposal of pet waste, providing for applicability, providing for repealer, providing for severability, providing for inclusion of the code, and providing an effective date. Um, Mr. Maggard, this is not a um, this is not a proclamation. It's actually an ordinance. That's so, do we typically include um, um, the? I'm sorry. What's what am I looking for here? What? Uh, no, it's um, uh, penalties for those people oh. who do not follow the ordinance is that something that falls under would um, code enforcement make any make any regulations as it related to penalties for this yes yeah, so what we've done is we've adopted the Pasco County uh, fine schedule in each type of um, ordinance cat is in a category and those categories are listed on the fine schedule so this would fall in to one of those categories and that would would correlate with the fine schedule okay is that referenced anywhere here in the audience it's it's not we normally don't just out of but I it, I can and it's not substantively changing the ordinance so I can include it before the second reading if you'd like okay I just think that you know we if we reference if we're kind of piggybacking on the on the Pasco County um, ordinance that we might reference that for fines okay sure okay. and I think it's important to note that you know that the bill, you know, that code enforcement is going to go out looking for people who don't, who don't clean up their pet waste. But it's a, it is an opportunity to help educate folks if there is a problem. May I ask right quickly? I, I don't want to, this to, to flow over. Give Chief Brewer and his crew, you know, where they're going to have to. I don't mean this to be facetious to go and watch, watch who's doing what with our dogs. But there's also a thing here, Mr. Maggard, that it also says. Any owner or keeper requires a disability assistance. Uh, there's a big movement now, especially taking them into grocery stores and so forth. They call them comfort pets. So, you know, are they going to are they going to be exempt? Do you understand where I'm coming from? And most of all, I don't want Chief Brewer and his crew to get involved in, in trying to enforce this if something like that. Yeah. Happens. So what what's included is, is what's considered. Um, a service animal under the ADA. That's what I'm saying. That, that so, they consider them a service there's, animal. There's a lot of case law and litigation about what's a service animal versus a therapy animal, and there are very specific rules for what qualifies as a service animal, um, and that's what this would apply to. Yeah, like I say, how are we going to enforce this? All right. So I, I see our public works director is here. Um, if you would, please, Mr. LeBlanc, state your name and address for the record and address council. Good evening, Shane LeBlanc, Public Works Director. 
you had a, a memo in your packet concerning this, but the, a brief summary is we have our MS4 permit that we do every year with FDO or FDEP, which is a national MS4 permit. We had a strong recommendation last year from FDEP on our submittal that we piggyback the Pasco County ordinance for the pet waste disposal. And it's more geared towards public outreach that as we're working this ordinance through the system, this reading and the second reading, I'm going to be working with Kevin, our public information officer, and we're going to get some social media blasts out there about proper pet disposal, and it's a best management practice to keep it going into our bodies of water. So I, I, I don't think we're really going to be the, the dog doo-doo police, so to speak. <laughs> I don't want to speak for the police department, but it's, it's more of an educational outreach on how to properly dispose of your pet waste. That's it in a nutshell, kind of. Right now, I mean, we don't have a problem right now. It was just part of a, a larger, um, the, the permit that we had submitted, permit application. Yeah, yes, sir. It was a strong recommendation from FDAP that we, as we were a co-permittee of Pasco County for our permit. Right. So Pasco County passed theirs in June of 2022. So they recommend that we piggyback off their ordinance and pass the same along with the other permittees and co-permittees throughout the state. Right, and I mean, it, in my mind, it's just a, a courtesy thing for people with dogs to pick up after themselves and dispose properly. I, I guess it were people throwing it in the, in the sanitary or the stormwater sewer or something? Or, I, I mean, because I can't imagine a significant enough amount coming through there to matter, but it must. Well, it, it increases your nitrates, I'm sure. Yeah, your nitrates and your TMDLs, and it's recommended by FDEP. Yeah, I guess there's enough of it, but I'm just amazed there's enough of it to matter, you know? There's so many, so many quote hitches to this, you know. If you ride around, you'll see more stray dogs and cats than you will yeah. the others. And, and I, I'm with Lance, I didn't know that caused that much problems with our water and so forth. I really did. It's but a, I, I'm, I'm with it's a best management practice. Right. And then we're going to get that out to the public on how to properly dispose of their pet waste. And right now, there's some places like our parks and stuff, they, we, we provide them the bags, don't we, yes. already? Right. Yeah. So, it's, so all they have to do is bag it, put bag it, it in the trash can. Bag it, throw it in the trash, yeah. and okay. with the regular solid waste, and then it eventually goes to the incinerator. Right. Need a vote on this. I, I just had a quick question. I guess it's kind of a legal one. We're piggybacking off an ordinance of the county, but we potentially have different. If there, if it ever came to where we had to find somebody, our fines are different schedule than what the county's is. Correct? Well, the, um, no, no. So we're not really we we're not piggybacking off the county's ordinance as much as we used it as a a form to okay. really create okay. our own. But the, as far as the fines go, we actually have an ordinance that was, you know, passed before my time, but it, it, it adopted the Pasco County fine schedule for code enforcement. Um, so there's a schedule in the Pasco County code that sets the fines for each category of violation. And we have adopted that as amended. So um, it, you know, based on that information, does council still prefer that I 
I put the specific fine language in this ordinance. Um, are you good with it being generic because it's more for education? Yeah, I think it would be. <laughs> Coach, I also seen the, uh, on the but they, it says uh, owner or keeper that requires the use of a disability assistance animal. So I would think that would kind of separate that from the emotional ones or whatever. So I agree, but uh, you know they they take it to the limit in the in the stores, and we all know what they do. So in the county ordinance, they've referenced findings by FDEP of higher nitrates than recommended in some of their stormwater ponds, and they attribute it. To pet waste I guess so that's why but because we're a co-permittee we were recommended to pass a similar ordinance um, obviously you don't see that language in this ordinance because they didn't test and find issues with our water in our storm water but we're under the same permit so um is there, so the question was, is there any need to modify the, the uh, ordinance to reference any kind of penalties? And uh, I would go with the pleasure of the council. I would say probably doesn't matter if it's really only for education purposes. Okay. So That's what you're saying. It, are, it has teeth uh, via other ordinances we have, right? Whether it says it in here or not, right. it, it would fall under one of the categories uh, a type of ordinances in the in the Pasco County fine schedule, and then that type of ordinance links to a different fine list. So there's like category X, and there are these you know it's it fifty dollars and domestic pets or something like animals yeah. or livestock or something like that. Right, different uh, different you know like junk and debris accumulation of junk and debris category five or category six, so you go over to the fine and a category six is up to $500. And, you know, riding your bicycle at, without a light on it falls in category one and that's a $50 fine. So, but the categories have a whole list of different violations of. Okay, thank you very thank much. Thanks, Gentlemen, do we have a motion? I make a motion that we pass ordinance 4.1. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? None. Motion carries. Okay. Next up, we have citizen comments. Is there anyone who would like to address council at this time? Here. Yes. Uh, Dr. Stovall, thank you. If you'd state your yeah, name. Yeah, Randy Stovall. I'm um, chairman of the chamber again. Lucky for me. I just wanted to point out, I know many people in the room are well aware of this, but we do have a candidate forum coming up on the 20th, and I know it'll be a great opportunity, so hopefully y'all can go. Good well, luck to all. Correct. Good, yes, sir, and good luck to all the candidates. I know they can't all win, but they're all good people. So. Is there anyone else, Ms. Hellman, signed up to speak? So let me just clarify. The candidate forum at Alice Hall on March 20th, the meet and greet starts at 6.15. The actual forum begins at 7. Um, there is no one else signed up to speak. 
with that, we will start with the mayor announcements. Mr. Whitfield. I just want to thank uh, Ms. Huber, Lucy Huber, coming tonight and doing our invocation. It's nice to call on the staff to help us out with things, and uh, she did a very good job. So thank you, Lucy, and I'll send you an email. Okay, thank you. Uh, city manager announcements. Do you have anything for us, Tom? Oh, two road projects, uh, County Road 54 is coming along really good. And also, if you haven't seen at the intersection of Island Boulevard, Simons Road, the, the bases are in place and the pole, one, one set of the poles are out there. So probably within a month and a half or so, that project should be complete to really help that intersection out. <clears throat> have city attorney announcements? Nothing for me, thank you. Mr. Maggard, um, I know that we have, uh, I know that Mr. Burgess is anxious to be able to drive his truck from, from 301, 301 to, uh, to Wire Road um, via Cossack. I just wanted to know, uh, has there been any progress with our negotiations with Metro? <clears throat> Not great progress so far, no. Uh, I know the last, I saw there was still communication back and forth um, about it. Um, we've held up moving forward on any of their other plats, which they currently are disputing. Um, so that that was the last kind of communication with them is they were wanting to know why we weren't approving their plats. And, you know, I think that's our only leverage right now. So, um, and we conveyed that to them, so. Do we have an internal deadline for action? Um, I'm not sure. I know that we've tried to come up with ideas on, on what's the best way to handle it, the city manager and planning and I, and I don't think we've actually set an official deadline uh, to, for ourselves, but um, I think Right now, we kind of put it in their hands and said we're not approving any further um, plats. We're not issuing permits. We're not doing anything with that project until we see something happen with this road. Because regardless of the issue with the pole, the pole was there when they made the agreement that they would make the connection. So um, part of the problem is they, they claim that <clears throat> They're trying to make the connection and the county will not issue a right-of-way permit. So you know, we've reached out to different members of the county's office to try to come up with a solution. I think it would be good. I think I'm just gonna make a note to revisit in 60 days and see how we're doing because I feel like that we owe it to the people who live in that community. We owe it to the people who have you know, who's, who support that to alleviate some of the traffic on, on these roads. And so I think it's important for us to, to require folks to do what they promise they will. I, I completely agree, but I, I'll assure you it's not just sitting. I mean, the correspondence with some of the engineers for the builder was as, as recent as the end of last week, I believe, so. Because I was under the assumption that it was Pasco County basically holding it up, their engineering department. Right, is and yeah, they, they, there ha because it's a county road, there has to be a right-of-way permit issued for them to make the connection. 
kind of at the position now where we're telling them build it to the right away line then and we'll figure out the rest later um, and they were still giving us pushback so that's when we said we're not moving forward on anything else of course they threatened litigation over that but um, I think it's our only leverage at this point. You know, if they sue us, we'll deal with it at that point or the countersuit. But well, I I, th I think if uh, the county right away, I mean, they knew the the road was supposed to be completed last December. So when when did they go to the county for this right away permit? Was it did they go eight years ago and then they're just now complaining about it? Something tells me they didn't even bother to check on it until just recently. Well, there was there was discussions with with all the parties involved including duke the county us and uh the developer um quite a while ago and the county didn't come out and say it at that point they wouldn't issue a permit but they stated they had concerns and i think the closer we got to that deadline and we're pushing the developer they were pushing the county and they made the decision they weren't going to issue a right-of-way permit so and Billy had uh, texted me saying that Metro is, is working on the comments, the final comments that they got from Pasco County concerning the right-of-way use permit, and I think they got those two weeks ago. So, um, yeah, hopefully we're real close to finalizing the last remaining comments that they had so the right-of-way use permit can be issued by the county. There is some, there's, there's, it's not the Movement, communications like hasn't it. hasn't completely right. broken down with the county and the, and the developer. That's good news. Okay, so um, next up we'll go to the. If there's nothing further, Mr. Magger, we'll go to the rest of council, Mr. Burgess. Well, I appreciate you bringing that up to uh, Councilwoman Wilkinson. My truck's really getting old. I don't know if it's going to make it to this road. <laughs> also, um, you know, we kind of saw that this was going to be fa fairly short meeting. So we spent a kind of an inordinate amount of time on the doggy doo-doo <laughs> ordinance. But, you know, we want to get your money's worth for you guys that just come out here. There's no sense in coming here and leaving, so we give you your money's worth on that. Get a whole 30-minute meeting yeah, in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I have. Thank you. Uh, yes. Uh, the, uh, Todd, I was going to ask you, uh, on Simons Road, there's a right-hand turn lane in there, though, too, isn't there? Yeah, southbound on Simons Road. Uh, when it's finished, there's a left turn lane now, of course, and there'll be a, a new right turn lane with some additional uh, uh, turning movements also on Simons with some uh, restriping to uh, further facilitate turning movements with the signals. I, and, and I thought that. So you, so you think that's going to be finished quickly, the turn yeah, lane? Yeah, at a pre-app meeting, they, they had said, like, uh, by the end of March, but I don't see that happening, so probably within a another month hopefully and then it looked like that the Simons Road extension had sat there and sat there but now I'm seeing some signs where they're actually back in there working again and I think I had talked with Shane had sent me the schedule on it wasn't it May the, the end of May that they were thinking I I can't remember I'm sorry Shane sorry to put you on the spot too Shane LeBlanc public works director referring to your question the Simons Road, we got two road projects going on, Derry Road extension and then Simons Road Phase 2. Simons Road Phase 2, it's supposed to be substantially complete March 22nd, I'm pretty sure off the okay. top of my head. Okay. Substantial completion. So they're finishing up the gravity wall, and as soon as that gravity wall's in, it's going to go pretty quick. 
they'll be curbing it and start to pave it. And Dairy Road's moving along really nicely. They got all the curbing in. We're working on the subgrade up by Pretty Pond where the steep incline's at. And they'll start putting lime rock in there soon. And just another road briefing project. We're going to start, we're supposed to start today, but we got rained out. 20th Street milling and resurfacing from County Road 54 to South Avenue. That road's in poor condition and we're going to mill and resurface it and also keep some of the millings we're going to be hauling with our city trucks tomorrow and keep some of the millings because we use those for alley repairs. Right. Well, well and you know, anybody who's gone on 20th, I, I had a project over off of 23rd Street and 20th Street is getting a tremendous amount of traffic now because it's like a bypass to go up to the shopping areas. You go on down there, go to Pretty Pond and hang a left. And it's a, there's a lot of traffic on it now, so I it's, think that's, it's, it's good a to busy north-south collector. And then I've also asked the contractor when they do the striping, we're going to put um, edge lines on 20th Street too. To good. no, yeah, that's yeah, it is good. Um, the other thing we probably need to very narrow. Try and, yeah. That's right. Try and push the county. If we could get 23rd Street paved from 54 to Pretty Pond, that would be. A real good thing it helped relieve some of 20th street too because we're going to have a light on it when the uh when our our, our project's done yeah. yeah so um but i'll put that in as a uh an application for a list of priority projects to did put improve it on there, 23rd street yeah. so we'll see how that goes good but i think i mean all this stuff we we know we need it and we need it last year but at least it's in the work so thank you for that update. okay thank you that's all okay thank you thank you Doctor, anything from you tonight? Well, I, I liked Councilman Burgess's uh, comment. I was going to say the same thing, that we spent a lot of time on the doggy do. But to me, I would uh, think that any responsible pet owner would pick up after their pet. But here we are. But most important, you know, we have an upcoming election in the middle of this April, and I think it's real important that we all get out there and support the candidate of your choice. The city affects your your everyday life more than sometimes the national or the state politics. So I, I would like to see more people, the way our community is growing, I would like to see more people getting out and voting in the city elections. That's all I have. Thank you. Yes, uh, if you haven't traveled 54 East, I'm, I've been very pleased. I travel that quite a bit. And they are really working very hard and it's gonna be very nice. And. Uh, I know a lot of people are saying there's a lot of congestion, but I believe in the end it's, it was a good thing for us to approve that and to go in with the, with the state, with the county. Uh, Chief, thank, uh, thank the boys for Founders Day. They all did a great, great job. Uh, I noticed several of them giving directions and help and so forth, and I think that made a big impression on downtown and our city. And you don't have to come back up, Shane, but uh, the railroad crossings that were closed, did that cause any problems today? Uh, not to my I saw some cars backed up that didn't heed the detour and thought they were going and turned around and came back. But I, I think it went pretty smooth. That's all. Thank you. And um, I understand we had a sip and stroll last weekend. I, I uh, heard some good things about that. Uh, it's terrific that we're continuing to have events downtown on a regular basis. They're very well promoted between our PIO officer and our Main Street group. So um, I'm sorry I missed it. Uh, I heard it rained at the very end, but I'd like to attend the next one. So 
If there uh, is nothing further, meeting adjourned.